Hi, I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, healthy-ish lifestyle architect, body joy seeker, and French fry activist. And you're listening to 100% healthy-ish. Here's the thing. As a naturopath and an intuitive eating health at every size health coach, I have seen every angle and end of the health conversation. And after years of clinical and coaching experience, I've developed a framework for feeling good and having fun that I know you're gonna love. To be healthy-ish, we move beyond the boring basics and consider some ish you have never thought of before when it comes to your health. Are you ready? It's gonna be fun. Let's go. Welcome to today's healthy-ish hack. I'm going to be talking about the four things that you can let go of when it comes to dressing yourself. Four things I want you to immediately stop doing when it comes to dressing yourself. I originally learned these concepts, these concepts are like a similar framework from Daisy Gillespie, who I interviewed just a couple of days ago, went live on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go back and take a listen. Daisy is a wealth of knowledge. She is amazing at helping women find their style and let go of body barriers and finding ways to just dress themselves that feels really empowering and beautiful and powerful. And so I really just, I'd love for you to go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. We're talking about why clothes are incredibly important and not important at all. But today I'm going to do my riff on a lesson that I learned from Daisy. So four things that you can let go of when it comes to dressing yourself. Number one, you can let go of waiting on the weight. You can and must start dressing yourself now. If you remain in clothes that feel terrible on your body, that you hate showing up in, that cut into your waist, that are stained and holy and worn out, you will never feel your best. And I know that many of us have adopted and ingested and absorbed the belief that we can hate our way to a better body, that we can hate our way to worth and value, but it just doesn't happen. If you want to be able to start taking care of yourself and seeing yourself differently, You need to stop waiting for your body to change and start dressing it now. It doesn't have to be wild. It doesn't need to be a whole new wardrobe. It doesn't need to be extravagant. It just needs to be a few pieces that fit your body and feel good. You can let go of waiting for your body to change and start dressing her now. If you want to feel different in your life, it is a necessity. The second thing, You can stop needing to use clothing to make your body look smaller. If you happen to put something on and it's quote unquote flattering and you enjoy it, that's fabulous. But I want you to to first and foremost, really consider how clothes feel on your body, the colors that you love, the fabrics, the textures, the way that the clothing feels in your life. I'm someone who was often told, you know, round adds pounds. You can't wear a round neck. 
And while that may be true, the reality is that I love a round neck jersey dress with a jean jacket in the spring. It's just one of my favorite things. And I'm well aware of the fact that it may not make my body look smaller, but I love it anyway, because I have let go of clothing needing to make my body look smaller as the primary objective when I'm shopping. That is not my primary goal. Do I want to like the way I look in clothing? Sure. But I'm working on expanding my flexibility in that area. And my primary motivation is clothing I love, colors I love, fabrics I love, and then the way that the clothing works, the way that it actually functions on my body and in my life. That's my number one metric. And that's what I want for you too. So number one, we're letting go of needing our body to change before we start to consider how we dress ourselves. We're going to let go of needing our clothing to make our body look smaller at all times, hiding in our clothing. Number three, we're going to let go of the need to follow trends. I personally find it really fun to play around with trends and to play around with trends on my body which is a little bit of an apple shape. I think it's fun to do that. To me, it feels a little rebellious to just go for it and wear the trends, but you don't have to be trendy. If there is a style that works for you, one of the things that Daisy talked about in the last episode that we recorded is this shift from needing to be trendy all the time. And then all of a sudden realizing, like, I just really like simple, neutral clothing, simple lines, simple silhouettes, natural fabrics. It is 100% amazing and completely cool to figure out what you like and to never touch a trend ever again. You do not need to be trendy to have style. And the last thing, the fourth thing that I want you to let go of is the need for constantly buying new clothing. If you enjoy shopping, that's cool but you do not need to keep up with every new season's release of clothing to have style. I personally generally recommend that those that I work with take a look at their wardrobe every four to six months, getting rid of things that they haven't worn, getting rid of things that are damaged, irreparable, and stained. And when I say getting rid of, you know, donate, sell, whatever that looks like, getting rid of things that you just, you thought were your style, but you never wore. And then replacing those things with a couple of key pieces that will get you through the next season. Again, if you enjoy shopping, if it's something that brings you joy and it's a really fun part of your life, that's amazing, but it's not a a necessity. We can dress ourselves really beautifully and really well without needing to buy unending amounts of clothes. So those are the four things that I want you to consider letting go of as you find your style and start to have fun with clothes in the body that you are currently in. One last thing, I'm not sure if you knew this, but you can share an audio note with me. The link to do it is in the show notes. And I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about your current version of healthy-ish, what's working for you or what you're struggling with. And today I'm going to share our first little audio note from Andrea telling us all about her version of healthy-ish. 
Hey Jill, here is my latest version of healthy-ish. I've been thinking a lot about this. One, cutting back on exercise. That is so hard for me. I do not need to get up every day and bust my ass to exercise. I can pick things that are joyful, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, Focusing on sleep. That has been huge. Need more rest. Need to do it. That is healthier for me. Third thing, doing shit that I want to do. Like a couple weeks ago, I decided I wanted a tattoo. So I went and got a tattoo of my mom's handwriting on my arm because I wanted to and I love it. So just doing more stuff that I really want to do. I'm going to apply for a master's too. Letting go of limiting beliefs that have been hanging around for a long time, in particular about my body. Just trying to let that go. And the last thing I can think of right now is seeking joy daily. Like I'm hanging out with my dog right now and I love it. And that feels healthy to me. Thanks. All right, that is it for me today. You know the drill. Three things I want you to do. Download your healthy-ish starter guide. You can find it at foodfreedombodylove.com forward slash healthy-ish starter guide. I want you to rate and review the podcast. It makes such a huge difference. Please, please, please rate and review. And bonus points if you tell not one, not two, but three friends about the episode. All right, have an amazing day. Keep it healthy-ish, keep it fun, and I'll see you in a few days.